Today on The Intelligent Asset, a discussion on leveraging artificial intelligence in asset-intensive enterprises. Welcome to The Intelligent Asset, a podcast on digitizing enterprise asset management, developing intelligent interactions, and building systems of intelligence for asset operations. For industry professionals who work in EAM and facilities management across transport, public sector, utilities, manufacturing, and large enterprises. We want to tie the global challenges we all share to the world of EAM and how we can make change for the better, building a more sustainable collective future. And this episode is brought to you by IBM Maximo, Australasia's leading provider of sustainability solutions for asset-intensive enterprises. In this part, which is part two, I'm joined again by Roy Lawrenson, and I'm Sam Williams, and we'll continue the discussion from here. It's probably fair to say that actually starting with the process and process improvement first is is the most logical place to, to start rather than trying to apply AI uh, to something. Maybe what's your point of view around, you know, is it, is it, Technology first, or is it process improvement first? I think it's all, it should always be you know, business outcome first, right? So, what is what is the business outcome that we're we're trying to solve here? Is it we want to move ourselves up the asset maturity curve, and we want to get from this step to that step? Um, and understanding kind of what that really is, you know, what is the business challenge that you're you're trying to actually solve, and then bring the technology in to help solve that. Because if you don't understand what it is you're trying to achieve in the first place, you won't know whether or not you've succeeded or not. If you have, if you know, success is oh yeah, we've got AI in our business, then you know you you haven't really helped your business in any way, shape, or form. What are some of the the cultural um, uh, dimensions to to consider in this mix? Because I, I guess coming back to your very first point about robots taking over the world and people's fears that are associated with that. Uh, are there any observations that you have from a, a cultural standpoint in terms of the adoption of, you know, smarter algorithms to, you know, supposedly it's it's to improve our lives, but I imagine that for a lot of people they, they find this threatening. Yeah, there's, there's, there's always a big fear factor involved with some of these things, right, because you're kind of bringing something in that people don't necessarily understand so i think you know some of the things that you really need to consider is making sure that you're bringing people on the journey with you so offering up sort of um i guess training sessions or understanding sessions around we're bringing this piece of technology and this is what it's going to do this is how it's going to affect your day-to-day or kind of our business as a whole and making sure that everybody's kind of clear around why you're actually trying to do this rather than kind of just go, hey, here's a new piece of technology. You've got to kind of live with it. And making sure that understanding is really there as well. But, and, you know, that kind of plays out in terms of from an adoptability perspective, but also kind of making sure that it is going to fit in into the business and actually achieving the right outcome as well. Because, you know, some of those algorithms can get pretty complex. Um, and if you can't kind of explain it to somebody, you know, in simple, plain English, then you're just not going to be able to understand why it's kind of required in the first place or what it is actually trying to be able to achieve. But also it makes it very difficult for you to um, 
to be able to kind of then maintain it and, and, and manage it moving forward as well. Talk to listeners a little bit about um, you know transparency in the in the models and and the importance of being able to interrogate uh, the the algorithm effectively. Yeah, so um, you know, with the complex algorithms, you know that you know, that can be making uh, enabling, I guess, you know, some of us normal people to understand kind of what it is that they're actually trying to do it can be pretty hard. So I think it's it's you know kind of coming back to that before you go and create the algorithm, you know, simply writing down what are we actually trying to achieve from this algorithm? What is it the output that we actually kind of want? Making sure that it is um, explainable, I guess, in, in terms of this is what we're actually wanting it to do before you then move on and kind of create a little flow chart potentially around what that actually is and then actually get into the coding side of things because when it kind of then comes to well if i put this data through it's giving me this output you can kind of go back to your definition of what it is trying to do to go oh well that makes sense right because we said if it's this then it's going to give us that outcome so i think it's having the transparency but also the explainability around those algorithms is really important to make sure that everybody can then kind of get that buy-in again to to why you're sort of using this technology i guess um in some ways it's it's not too dis- dissimilar to interrogating a 25 year old or 25 year experienced veteran who just has a gut instinct as to what is wrong with this particular piece of equipment based on listening to it. Um, often it's quite hard for them to explain, you know, just how they came to that conclusion. And that's, uh, I guess, a lot of the implication of the use of artificial intelligence is actually delving into our reasoning and, and unpicking um, some of the things that we talk about in terms of our gut and our, our sense of, of what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Sam, in terms of, you know, you're taking somebody who's been around these assets for 40-odd years and just by listening to them, they understand what's wrong with them, if they're good, if they're bad, or, you know, they can give you a scale of one to five. Trying to then translate that into a decision-making tree around how did you get to that decision um, can be very, very difficult. And same with teenagers, really, right? Because they don't actually give you any information. It's just cause. It's cause, cause it is, right? Whereas for the 40-year-old veteran out there, it's like, well, you know, he could probably explain it, but you know, it, it's kind of, it might be either a real deep level explanation because he gets down to the eye. I noticed that the bearing had the slight wine on it or something like that, or kind of just, that's the sound it makes, and, and in two weeks' time, it's going to fail. Yeah, and I guess the the challenge is also um, making that information accessible in a way that a younger, less experienced person can interrogate. And coming back to an earlier point that you were making in terms of the questions that you're actually asking of the data and being able to discern whether this is actually meaningful or garbage that you're getting. I I guess it's a different sort of training potentially for those new users to help them uh, make sure that what it's 
they're getting in terms of answers are meaningful. Yeah. Do you have any any point of view on that? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, it kind of comes back to that that trust factor as well. So, like I say, there could be a whole bunch of garbage in there. So, you know, when it comes to implementing AI, it's not just a, right, we've done it, cool, it's there now. In two years' time, we'll come and update the software or something like that. It's a, it's going to be a continual program that you're going to be involved with in terms of basically, because the more data you feed it, the more it will learn, the more refined you can uh, then start to make your, your algorithms, um, and the more you can then start to trust kind of what it is, is starting to say as well. Um, and then likewise, you, you've got a different um, training that you need to do for the people who are going to actually be using it as well, because they still why they might not need to know every single little detail like the you know somebody who had gone through the process um you know 10 20 years ago they need to be able to understand what it is what the outcome is and make sense of whether or not it is you know garbage or, or whether it is something that is actual factual um from itself so yeah there's it, it becomes this continuous cycle basically of, of training and learning and extending out basically its capability yeah it's an interesting concept in terms of trust uh and uh you know the heuristics that we use not just in an engineering context uh, but also in terms of belief that something is true or correct, that it is actually a process of these systems actually allowing us to trust them or, or um, developing trust in them on an iterative cycle yeah. in order for them to be meaningful and you actually build a true system of intelligence. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what's the saying? Trust trust is something which is always earned, right? So, like, you don't just kind of blindly trust people, or maybe some people may um, may do, but, you know, it's always something that's earned. So that's why that, where that iterative process kind of comes into play is, is kind of it's, it's, it's learning. Um, you're also learning along the way as well in terms of basically its capabilities because, kind of as we as we saw said earlier it's only as good as the data it has and the training that it's it has actually gone through so making sure that you kind of get those things right enables you um, to go along the journey with it and sort of be able to kind of have that trust as you as you're going through that process okay um so um just to sum up then roy what would you say are the key considerations uh if you if you're looking at AI is a topic for your asset-intensive enterprise? I think the, the key considerations are understanding the business problem that you're trying to solve, um, ensuring AI or, or some part of AI is kind of the right tool, having, a, a, I guess, a, a strategy, an internal strategy around kind of collaboration and learning and continuous um, improvement or evolving basically as you're going through it so you really kind of need to buy into or you need to really understand kind of what that actually means right because it becomes a journey it doesn't just become a you know three-month project becomes something that you're actually starting to use and becomes part of your business um, as you're going to move forward 
communication and collaboration, I think, is is another key thing because it's going to touch on so many different parts of the business, right? It's it's not just an IT project, but you need IT involved. You need those key stakeholders to make sure you're making the right decisions moving forward. And because it's a business outcome that you're really looking for, you need key buy-in from those stakeholders as well to make sure you go from there. And you need to communicate out basically to um, to everybody kind of what you're actually doing, right? You can't kind of keep this thing contained. You need to you need to really have the buy-in of, of the whole organization. Um, and kind of just test, test and optimize, right? Test, keep test and test and test and test because that's how you're going to build up basically that, that trust, but also you're going to build up and understanding on whether or not it's actually even going to work for you basically moving forward or whether you need to try something different. Don't be scared to try different technologies as well because, you know, one technology might work in one space but might not work in another. So, you know, you, you need to be, you need to, to embrace um, different technologies that, that could be used as part of that. But I think you kind of just need to have, you know, that, that culture of continuous learning or continuous improvement. Um, you know, the word culture gets thrown around a lot you know, and it has different meanings for different people, but it's about kind of creating that environment basically to be able to, to, to do what you need to be able to do, um, to try different things, to adopt new technologies, to identify other areas where you, you think AI might kind of come in and not be scared to kind of go down that path. And you might not, be successful, you know, so you might fail, you know, um, but just because you fail doesn't mean it, the, it's not a success, right? Because what you've identified is that isn't really going to actually work for you, but you can learn from that and then move on to something different. So I think there's some kind of key key parts in there um, around it. First part around, you know, do do your work up front, understand exactly what it is you're trying to trying to achieve. The actual implementation part of it, you'll probably find is the easy bit. Um, it'll be kind of the making, giving you the ability to kind of be able to change and have that continuous part, uh, continuous improvement side. Super. Um, I think that's been, at least from my perspective, a, an informative uh, discussion, Roy. So thank you very much for your time. And just to uh, highlight the fact that um, Certus Digital have a range of different services and capabilities to be able to help people on this journey. Um, Roy, can you share some of those particular services? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, continuous improvement is something that we, we really uh, drive and, and have within our, within Service Digital ourselves. So I'm very um, keen to work with customers who are, who are wanting to be able to provide that. Um, and also we have a number of partners who, uh, with different technology sets that we're able to kind of bring in um, and, and utilize from that aspect. And I guess one of the, the key services that we provide is kind of helping you along that journey. So helping you to kind of identify uh, the best uh, way to be able to solve your business problems and take you all along that journey as well. Thanks, everyone. Uh, and check out the next episode in the Intelligent Asset. Thanks. Thanks.